Mic check, mic check. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Dirty Blondes. Today, I have a special guest who you may or may not recognize their voice, but they are choosing to remain anonymous. Off the grid. Yeah, he's off the grid. So how's it going? Um, it's going well. How are you doing, Missy? I'm, I'm doing well, you know. Yeah. Same old, same old shit. Same shit. <laughs> different dick. Pretty- <laughs> <laughs> yes, same shit, different dick. <laughs> oh, okay. I know it's going. It's going. So what's going on in your dating life? Like, what's happening? <sighs> Let's get into that, first of all. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Where do I begin? I mean, I'm off the grid, goddammit. If you know, you know. <laughs> but I'm off the grid. And... I'm just in a little situation right now. I don't know how to feel with a nice F buddy. <laughs> can I curse you, on here? Yeah, you can curse. Hello. You, you've <laughs> listened to the show before. <laughs> I'm a virgin. <laughs> can I curse? You're definitely not a virgin. I know that for a fact. But <laughs> Okay. Well, little situation with a supposed friends with benefits. Okay. Yeah. Little situation. See, now you said fuck buddy first, and then you're saying friends with benefits. And I do think that there is a difference oh, kind shit. of between the two. Oh, shit. Like, I feel like a fuck buddy is someone that you truly just hit up just for sex. But I think the friends with benefits is like where the situationship thing comes in, you know? So it's like. That makes sense. I feel like that's where when you become a friends with benefits and you start doing things socially and you're texting more or keeping in touch more and you're doing those kind of things and you're in like a situationship, that's where it gets hairy. Mm-hmm. I feel like you're definitely in a friends with benefits situation versus a fuck buddy situation. Oh my gosh. I'm in some situation. That's for sure. You are. That's but such it's a de- dirty word. Hairy. It got hairy. <laughs> got fucking hairy. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, so explain your situation to the listeners. Okay. So basically, I mean, you know, it's just a bumble, a bumble situation. How I long know. have you been seeing her though? Um, It's been a while, honestly. It's been a while. I mean, I don't want to give away too much detail. So no, I'm going to give fine. her a code name. Let's <laughs> say it's uh, Jennifer. She's definitely been the longest out of the circle. Okay. Your uh, roster. Yeah. <laughs> no, no roster. I get no pussy. <laughs> That's a lie. That's I'm a, a vagin. That is a bold face. I'm a fucking vagin. Um but yeah, it's definitely been the longest. And at first it was like strictly um fuck. And then we talk a little bit and then goodbye. And then there was no snap. I think it was just text at first. Okay. Yeah, but that's like, I feel like in today's day and age, like that's Mm -hmm. even like more like. 
it might have intimate been, almost I, than yeah, snapping you maybe know? maybe more intimate than snapping but I, like I, I don't think that way personally just because i don't like snapchat but no. it's like i feel like for most people like the asking of the number situation is like a very like yeah oh my god this is very serious <laughs> i think the number came about only because like when you get closer to the house it's like all right is this person catfishing me I right need you, I need yeah number. no i think um, it's a safety thing everyone should always have someone's phone number like yeah. i don't like especially if you're meeting them in person at like up your house like yeah. yeah i definitely think that's a necessity <laughs> yeah so i think it was mostly snap but then it converted to text because i don't know i have stalkers i have fucking watchers watching my story fucking 24 7 and i'm like if we're fucking you shouldn't be watching what i'm doing as well so i think i blocked her from snap and then we just went to text but wait, we were still. Wait, wait, wait. Why did you block her though? I blocked her because she kept looking at my story. It's so annoying. But, okay, okay. So wait, I I'm gonna need some clarification on this. Like, I post to my stories, but if like if I'm posting to my stories, like I want the guys that I'm fucking or guys that I'm potentially going to be fucking to be like watching to be like, oh, what is she doing? Like, is she yeah. out with someone? Like, is she posting a thirst trap? Like, I want them to know what I'm doing. <laughs> That's true. I think it's more weird the people who obsessively watch my stories who I've never met and I don't plan on meeting. Yeah. Like in the last one of the last episodes that I recorded, I was talking about how guys like have been in my DMs like talking to themselves for like four years. Like they're oh literally God. just like replying to like all my stories and like I see them. I'm just not responding to them. But it's like that to me is more bizarre than like someone I've actually met and fucked watching my stories religiously. Like I don't think that's weird. I think that it's like a curiosity thing. It's like, oh, like yeah, because like I've done that with guys where like I've like fucked them and whatever, and like I'll watch their stories because like we're not on bad terms. But I'm like, but then I find out I'm like, oh, they have a girlfriend now, like good for them. And then I'm just like, then I'm done. You yeah. know what I mean? But like I'm always like keeping people on my radar if I'm interested in them. That makes sense. So I don't if you're actively fucking someone, I don't think it's weird that like they're looking at their stories. At your I don't stories. know. I don't know. Maybe that's one of my boundaries that I didn't say aloud. Maybe, but either way. I just feel like something is weird if they're just like keeping tabs on you. It's not so much the stories. I feel like it's more of like a keeping tabs, like just in general. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. I mean, if you watch my story once in a while, like every week, then okay. And we're fucking, that's fine. But every day and you're the first one. Oh, that's, well, yeah. that's different. That's yeah, like alert is that like yeah. kind of shit. Yeah. That's a little different. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Especially like, since nobody's catching feelings. Nothing's happening. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> everything's cool. And then you're the first person watching my shit. Yeah. I mean, if it's off that. The grid, off the grid. <laughs> Going off the grid. If, yeah, if someone's watching them, like I definitely have, there's a few guys that watch my stories on Instagram and they're always like the first, like within the first like 20 people to watch. And it's just, that's always funny. But yeah. um, again, most of the time though, those are guys that I've never met and don't plan on meeting. So I'm just like, I just mm -hmm. like laugh at that situation. But I don't know if you're actively fucking someone, especially if it's more than a one-time thing, I don't think it's weird that they're watching all of your stories. Mm -hmm. I really don't. I don't think that's an odd, an odd thing. You know, I guess you could say that. Especially if you're at the friends with benefits level, like you got, it sounds like you've been seeing her for months now at this point. So 
if that's the case, it's like, yeah, if someone I was fucking for months and mm-hmm. I like I saw them posting daily, I would watch every one of their stories. I watch all your stories. Like, I mean, yeah. so what's the difference? Uh, like, what's the difference if I'm watching your stories and she's watching your stories? Because I feel like it's not as consistent and you're not like the first person watching the story and you're not like. No, not usually. It's yeah. not like a fucking private detective a dick no i actually watched one of your stories the other day and like i had just happened to like be on snapchat and i like clicked it and it was like posted now and i was like oh my god i look like such a fucking stalker and i was like oh god i was like that's so awkward well i I figured you wouldn't care yeah i wouldn't mind if you stalk me i know i'll stalk you (laughs) so yeah so that's been happening we transferred from snapchat to text message because i feel like text one, I'm more reliable on text. So if mm-hmm. we're gonna fuck, we're gonna fuck right. through text. And you can't see what I'm doing. That's what I love. <laughs> down, down, down. That is true. And you do love an audio message, so there's yeah, also that. I, mean, I do too. I like audio messages are underrated. I was just saying this to John the other day. I was like, I because there's only you and there's this one other guy that I'm talking to that he always sends audio messages, but like you're the only two I consistently send them to. And I love it. Like, it's just so much easier than like sitting out, typing out this whole fucking knot. And it's like, look, sometimes you're in situations you have to text. It is what it is, but it's like, I don't know. I, I prefer audio message like any day. And I prefer FaceTime versus a voice call also. Really? Yeah. Cause I'd rather like look at the person if I'm like going to be on the phone with them. Oh no. Like, if I'm actively talking to them, like, I'd oh, rather, yeah. you know what I mean? Instead of just, like, sitting on the phone, like, I feel I like know. FaceTime's awkward because there's always one person, like, blacked out screen, and then you're the one who's, like, on the screen. Oh, no, I don't, like, if screen. that's going to be it, then I am I will log off and be like, you can just text me then. Yeah, that makes <laughs> But sense. also, they're probably doing that as, like, a, like, catfish kind of thing. Or, oh, like, no. Or if they don't look good. Yeah, for sure. I've seen people do that. Mm-hmm. Which, whatever. Anyway, mm-hmm. so go back to your, your fuck or friends with benefits. Yeah, so that's what's been happening. And then recently, you know, things have been getting a little steamy, <laughs> a little dirtier, a little steamier, a little closer. <laughs> Come closer. Get closer. <laughs> get in my pants tonight. But like closer how? Like you guys are spending more time together or Yeah, I mean someone's catching feelings uh, or I don't know. I don't know. No say. <laughs> I don't know. Lights joint. <laughs> I think what's happening is there is a perfect storm. There's a perfect storm. There's all these perfect ingredients around and then it can make a relationship, but do I want one? No. You say you don't, but I feel like deep down you do. I do not want one. But like, okay, so when you guys started talking, how did you like come up with the scenario and like your rules for like, do you even have like, like, how did you establish this? Because like, I've definitely had fuck buddy situationships where I've like, we've kind of laid out some like groundwork of like, these are the rules of like, Mm-hmm. We're not going to ask this, we're, you know, or do this or say that or, you know, whatever. So there's just like, I feel like there's different things. Whereas like when we first met, it was very specific of like, this mm-hmm. is the goal. <laughs> yeah. And then obviously we became friends. But like, mm-hmm. did you do the same thing with 
this girl like you know what i mean like did you like set up some type of boundaries or you just are going with the flow um well i think my bumble and tinder bio kind of like specify usually what i'm looking for okay so i mean the premise was there that we're gonna fuck but i mean i feel like that's the premise though if you're meeting anyone on a dating app even if people sit there and they're they're bio saying that they're you mm-hmm. know looking for a relationship or this or that or whatever it's like i mean and at the end of the day let's be real people are just swiping based on looks i've seen so many guys profiles that have swiped right on me because i pay for bumble so i can see everyone who's already actively swiped right as me like to mm-hmm. hope that we match and the amount of guys that are on there that are like i go to church on sundays if you have an only fan swipe left um i don't like girls who are slutty this and that this and that my fucking Instagram is tagged to my profile. Like my entire Instagram is a thirst trap. So like, that's why I laugh because I'm like, all right, this guy's in his profile saying he wants kids, which I say, I don't want kids in mine. Mm -hmm. I say that I'm not actively looking for a relationship. I'm looking for something casual. So it's like, I have all my shit out there and I'm like, all right, well, like this person saying that they're looking for all this shit when realistically they're, trying to match with me which to me just means that they just want to fuck me which is whatever mm-hmm. but it's like i feel like people you can't always base something on a person's profile yeah my point that makes sense and with dating apps too it's just like kind of like ever it's assumed you're going to fuck the person that you're meeting at some point whether it's the first time or later down the road you know i agree i agree but I disagree, goddammit, <laughs> because you shouldn't waste people's fucking time. I, agree. I put in my bio to fucking like polarize the people who like me, the people who don't like me, right? Who are down, who are not down, because I don't want to waste your time. You don't want to waste. Well, it's my also time. a waste of your time if you're just sitting there trying to like talk to girls and like they're not looking for the same thing. Yeah. Like it's just like annoying because then it's like then the crazy comes out because even if you do lie, because there's guys that sit there and lie to girls that say oh, I want a relationship. I, you know, I'm open to it. Like I want it to be a more than a one-time thing. But then at the end of the day, once someone new comes along and they lose interest in you, then they're, you know, Mm -hmm. then they're moving on. And then that's where like the crazy comes out in some of these girls because they're like, well, you told me that like you wanted to like be in a relationship or this and that. So it's like, that's where like the fucking craziness happens. Yeah. Gets a little little nuts on the apps. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, let me play out the modern baseball game for you. This is how it goes. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah. First base in 2021 Sex. is cream pie raw dog. <laughs> yes. Second base, you learn my last name. And then third base, we might get a tequila shot. Like in it. public. Yeah, while, in like, public. <laughs> yeah. At a busy restaurant. Yeah, with my fucking baseball cap on and my sunglasses on. Home like home run is like actual like dinner. Yeah. Like <laughs> home run is yeah. Dinner, dinner meeting the friends. Like yeah. <laughs> it's so, so backwards. I was literally saying this to my therapist a couple months ago because she was saying something about dating, and I was like, No, you don't understand. I was like it's easier for like the younger generations to fuck someone just like unemotionally and whatever versus like actually sitting down for a conversation, like at a, like a meal, like sharing a meal. I was like, it's just completely reversed. Mm-hmm. Cause like my therapist is a little bit older. She's like probably in like her like early sixties mm. and <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> I lick her pussy. Uh, I'm just kidding. 
I'm just fucking with you. Or am I? Dumb, dumb, dumb. I don't think you are with that little, mm. (laughs) Um, But yeah, so she was just like, yeah, like I've heard that from some of my clients who are your age that like dating is just, I'm like, no, it's completely reversed. Like Mm -hmm. you have sex first to like, because I feel like that's a mentality I hear a lot from at least guys. Like, I don't know if you necessarily would agree or hear it from girls as well, but the guys that I speak to, because a lot of guys will tell me stuff once they hear about the podcast or research the podcast and they see that it's like all about dating and sex and whatever. Mm-hmm. They're more open to kind of sharing things with me. So mm-hmm. I have had a lot of guys say to me that they like to fuck girls on the first date because they want to see if they're worthy of dating, which I find that just so bizarre that that's like the number one standard to yeah. like see if someone's worth dating. Like if you're like to me, like, yes, yeah, sex is very important. That's like very up there when I'm dating someone, yeah. but it's like, that's not the only thing. I think it is a big deal breaker. If you think about it. Absolutely. Like, look, I mean, there's definitely people like for me, like I like love freaky kinky sex. So it's like, if I was to like date someone who's like, more like standard vanilla and like isn't even open to stuff I definitely would be bored and that's when like when you get to that point not that I would cheat like I would just end it if it wasn't doing it for me but like that's where people feel like they're stuck in these situations where they end up like wanting to cheat because they want something new or different Mm -hmm. or the excitement of like adventurous sex if their spouse or partner is like not wanting to do that so yeah i believe sex is very important in a relationship it's definitely up there but it's like you shouldn't date someone based on your compatibility during sex i think you should i I I think that could hold a marriage together Uh, yeah but it's like i mean but okay think about this though think about how many people sit there and say I'm going to have a baby with you to fix our marriage because this will make both of us happier. That never fixes it. Then you have kids in this world that were like produced because they thought their parents thought they were going to save their marriage and they're fucking divorced. You know, Mm. it's just like, I don't like, yes, I think it's important, but it's like also too, it's like the first time you have sex with someone, sometimes it's clunky and sometimes you're nervous and like, it is what it is. So like, there's definitely times where it's not going to be, great sex but that mm-hmm. doesn't mean that it can't be good sex so it's like to fuck someone once and then be like uh it was okay i'm gonna look for something better like that just like to me that's just crazy because it's like there's so much more to a relationship than just really good sex but to your point that you just said i've experienced both where it's like okay it can get better but sometimes it doesn't get better right and if it doesn't then that's different that's a different conversation but that doesn't mean that you have to be like you would find that out before you commit to that person in a monogamous relationship though Mm -hmm. you know what i mean like by that point if you're dating whether you're exclusively dating or dating other people Mm -hmm. you're going to figure out by like you know the third fourth fifth time like okay this probably isn't working like Mm -hmm. sexually so then you can end it and you're not in a full-blown committed monogamous relationship at that point so like i feel like that's just like legwork you have to do but like to base it on the first and only time potentially i Mm -hmm. think that's a little crazy yeah and i think that's a crazy just standard to be like oh well like i'm only gonna date this person if the sex is great the first time like it's just like it can be re- it can get yeah. better because yeah. it's like some people are really like the amount of guys that I've slept with that ha- have been nervous to tell me that they're into being pegged and like ass play and all that stuff. Oh like it's just like 
it sometimes it takes some of them a really long time to admit it just because of just various things. Like they think I'm going to judge them or whatever. And I'm like, hell no. Like, look at my sex. To- I have two drawers of sex toys. Like I, there's <laughs> nothing that's like weird to me. Like I've had like the craziest requests probably ever. Mm-hmm. So I always like try to tell guys that. So I typically try to bring it up, especially with younger guys, because I feel like some of them don't really know how to bring it up to me. So I just like take the lead and just bring it up. And then mm-hmm. if they're like, Oh, I kind of thought about it or, you know, whatever. But like, there's definitely people that it takes them a minute to feel more open and not judged about their sexual interests mm-hmm. because people are very judgy. So, um, I think that's why it's like not the best to judge it just on the first and only time. Because there's definitely guys that like my, one of my old fuck buddies, I've talked about him on the show before, um, that I like inadvertently, like just fell in love with for no reason, just because we were seeing each other for like over a year. And it was just like, it was consistent. It was easy. It was fun. So I just like got in my feelings and whatever, but with him, like, we progressed so much. Like, even though we weren't, we never went out in public together. We never went on a date. Like he, I had never even been to his place that he lived at, or he lived in two places while we were seeing each other. Um, he only came to my place. Like it was just never like, you know, Mm -hmm. a social thing. And we never text each other like on a personal level. Like it truly was just like a physical relationship. And, like we still explored so much. Like there were so many other things, especially that he wasn't comfortable with in the first, like maybe six months that we saw each other. And then afterwards, and he was like, Oh, okay. Like I'm more comfortable, Mm -hmm. but for him, he was like a little bit more like introverted and shy. So that's why I think that's a crazy, just like blanket statement to be like, Oh, you get one shot. (laughs) No, they're probably not serious when they say that. Some of them are. I mean, at least with guys, like girls, it's different. So it's like, I don't know like what you deal with on your end, but like, I feel like with guys, that's a very standard thought process. Mm -hmm. No, I mean, most girls don't want to have sex, but I try to like filter that. So we're, well, yeah, if you have it in your profile that you're just looking for a hookup, I would think that it would weed out the people that like aren't trying to have sex like at all. (laughs) You would think that, but people still swipe for like, attention like, and yeah like yeah oh 100 percent, yeah all this shit yeah it's fucking bullshit but um yeah so it began as sex and then you know after a while it's just like okay i mean you keep bugging me to go out so let's go out and yeah. it's not like let's go out it's like i'm going out you could come with me like join my yeah, friends yeah, or whatever yeah, or me, because I go out solo. I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm getting grimy. You know. Always. <laughs> <laughs> it's grimy hour A. <laughs> Speaking of grimy, let's get grimier. <laughs> so it turns out we both have a good time together. Like, I mean, it's fun. And it was just like refreshing because it's like now I don't know because you could actually be a friend now because right. it's like. I have fun with you. I'm not bored. Well, that's what happened with not, us. Yeah, we, I know. like completely re- yeah, like, reverted yeah. what we started. Exactly. As. Like, exactly. It completely switched. So exactly. So it's like it's a weird, weird situation. But after that, you know, I got off the rails, and I'm just like, okay, let's go on a trip. Why not? <laughs> like which? Okay, so <laughs> I'm just gonna trip. tell you <laughs> from like 
if my fuck buddy asked me to go on a trip with him, I would definitely think that things are progressing. I'm like, I'm just going to be honest with you. Like, granted, like, I don't know your specific relationship with this girl, like Mm. the day to day stuff, but like, based on my fuck buddy (laughs) and friends with benefits situations, if one of my guys Mm. was like, yo, like, let's take a vacation together. I'd be like, I'd be down, especially if I liked spending time with them, but I'd also be like, what, like, what is this progressing to? Like this, like, I would think that there was like some other, like underlying thing. I mean, that's what I thought at first, but the way she described it was just like, we're just having fun. And we had fun, so what is the difference? But what was now? your intention when you asked her? Like when you asked her to go on this vacation? Um, it wasn't intentional. It was just like it just happened. Just like the, the day spur of, of the moment thing. Yeah, okay. literally the spur of the moment. Well, everything with you is spur of the I moment. I know. <laughs> this like, episode was spur of the moment. It was. It was. <laughs> so okay, I don't think you answered before though. What? So when you guys did you have any like expectations or rules though? Like. No. no, I mean, okay. the, the only it. thing was like we flirted and then I mean, we had sex and then it was all right. But then this is one of the people that you were describing earlier that it's like it, it gets better. Right. And then it did get better. And then we started hanging out and then it was fun. And for me, I think she was one of the girls that were, I don't know, you, it just gets better over time. So we had, um, a nice hangout sesh and then we hung out again and then one day i just woke up and i was like okay i'm gonna go on a trip today and then i was like if you're down we could go and she was like yeah sure so we went on a trip and then that trip turned into multiple trips (laughs) oh i didn't know that (laughs) and it turned into a fucking i don't know weekend bonanza (laughs) um so yeah so now it's just like there has to be a limit because now the lines have gotten very blurry and it's not like we talk frequently either i feel like it's more of just like fun it really is just fun right it's not like during the week when we're busy when i'm working and she's doing what she has to do can't give out the deets. I don't know if you're listening, you stupid bitch. <laughs> Think I'm dumb. Um, but well, don't post this on your Snapchat then. I don't know. <laughs> no, well, you have her blocked. blocked anyway. Yeah, she's blocked, bitch. You're blocked. <laughs> she opens up a new snap. Um, so yeah, during the week, it's not like we talk frequently because I'm, you know, doing stuff. She's doing stuff, and it's more of just like a weekend warrior situation type fuck buddy extremism okay but you had texted me a couple weeks or like last week or a couple weeks ago that Mm. you were like kind of over analyzing it so yeah because i feel like when you have like certain moments obviously with like a potential not a potential girlfriend but like a girl that's like you're having fun with right the sex is good and then you're in a nice, beautiful place. Obviously, you're going to develop some emotional connection to that right. memory. So that's what was happening. And it was just like, okay, if I'm thinking about that situation that way, 
uh am i in a position to get into a relationship with this girl because that's where it seems like it's going right now would you like all things considered like if it was a perfect world would you pursue being in a relationship with her Mm, no still no okay not because it's her it's just because anybody in general like i just i feel like for my age i want to commit that's what i'm saying a perfect world like all of that stuff aside like just like like based on her personality and like the way you guys like vibe or don't vibe or whatever like would you consider i still don't know her that that well that well okay because like here's a question though so you've gone on multiple vacations obviously you've shared probably a lot of so sick (laughs) we haven't even vacationed together you asshole (laughs) i offered i told you vegas (laughs) our schedules are different (laughs) oh yeah i know vegas also the keys the keys the island (laughs) we'll see we'll we'll try to work on that (laughs) um so since you've been on multiple vacations with this girl and obviously have had some special moments with her and kind of had like shared emotional things and personal stuff, like if she was starting to fall for you, like how would you handle that? Because I feel like that happens a lot with girls nowadays. Like I feel like I see this as a constant trend where, because I know I run into it with guys, even though I'm not thinking that I'm going to ever be in a relationship with some of these guys, a mm. lot of them share personal things with me for whatever reason. They just feel comfortable and they just like want someone to talk to. And sometimes I think it's easier to talk to strangers or someone you don't have a personal connection with because it's like, even if that person judges you, if you never see them again, then it's like, well, what the, like it's, no harm, no foul, you know? So yeah. it's like not a big deal. But I feel like girls run into these situations a lot where it's like they think things are progressing and then a guy will ghost them. Not that I don't think you're really like a ghoster kind of person, but like you get into these situationships where you're traveling together or sharing personal things or emotional things or having a lot of really great times together. Mm-hmm. And then a guy will just dip. And it's like, what do you think are some of the other reasons? Like, I know you have goals like in your like mm-hmm. life of why you don't want to pursue this, but like, what do you think are some other reasons of like why guys do that? Um, like that look for these type of situationships, but then like, they're just not, they're not being honest. They're not being honest with their intentions. I feel like it's just, it's all, 90% of what you're saying is just they wanted to fuck you and they're just being nice and they're just right. like writing it out and trying to like be nice to a certain point till they get pushed to the limit and then they're just like okay I'm, I'm going to ghost her yeah <laughs> it's time I should have done this fucking the first night but I'm going right. to I'm going to wait 6 months right. I think that's what it is um, which honestly that's even worse I feel like like I'd rather is. be ghosted after one night versus having investing 6 months even if it's not a serious like situationship and I am seeing other people and they're seeing other people mm. if you're still like the main person it's like you're going to you know what I mean like you're going to develop different things with that main person versus all the other people that you're scene yeah so it's like for me i'd rather just like be told from like the get like okay this Mm. is done or you suck or whatever whatever the situation is instead of being like i'm gonna ride this out for like three to six months and then be like oh no just kidding like it's just like that's shitty i feel like it's either that or they found somebody else and then 
the bastard move is to just ghost and yeah <laughs> keep, keep it moving keep it i mean that's all i could think of but um yeah i mean i've done it myself i'm guilty of it i mean everyone's you can't the, as many people that sit there online and say i hate ghosting and i don't like it we all do it yeah. like it just i think there's just some t- certain situations where it's really shitty to do to someone mm-hmm. versus like if you've never met someone in person and you're ghosting them. Okay. Big fucking deal. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Or if you like meet the person once, but if you're three to six months in with someone and you know, personal stuff, you've been to their home. Like I feel like that's a little, a little bit of a different like situation. Mm-hmm. So I think that is a little shittier, but I mean, we all ghost. It sucks, but it just is what it is. It's human. It's like lying. People love to say, Oh, I don't lie. We're all fucking liars. Yeah. It just, it's like, it's the, yeah. what you're lying about is what the issue is. Yeah. So I would agree with that. It's the same thing. 100%. 1000%. So what's, so where are you guys move forward? Like what's happening? You guys, you were in your feels about it, like overthinking. Yeah, I was overthinking, and then, like an idiot, I did it again. <laughs> <laughs> did what again? Overthought or fucked her again? Both. <laughs> and went on another vacation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Triple strike. I did it all. I did it all. I mean, as much as I like overthink, I kind of balance it off of like, okay, maybe she is right. Maybe I am overthinking. And then I feel like you just care about people that you develop emotional connections with, whether yeah. it's friends or fuck buddies, whatever. Yeah. And that's where you really take people's feelings into account where a lot of guys don't, or they don't care. And I feel like you just, you value people's relationships, friendships, whatever you want to label yeah. them as or not label them as like you value human connection with people that you care about. Yeah. I think I matured into that though, because it wasn't like that. Like before, I feel like I was gritty. I was dirty. I had my back against the wall. God damn it. When your back's against the wall, you do whatever you can to survive. So I was in that like survival state at one point. And then I was just like on a rampage fucking girls. Like I didn't give a fuck. Like I would just ghost them, fuck them. Some was like some of the girls honestly were like girlfriend material. And I do regret ghosting like two girls that i met yeah in like i can't say where because i'm off the grid (laughs) off the grid but you know who you are (laughs) if they're listening yeah i don't think i'm that big yet where all of your fuck buddies are listening to my podcast but maybe maybe one day (laughs) maybe one day um but yeah i matured into that because like i do regret like those people so i was just like for future okay, but uh, w- so why do you regret it though if at this point in time you don't even want a relationship because i feel like i could have selfishly helped them in their career direction wherever they're going and added value to their life and i feel like that's really fulfilling for me and i i do that for family members i do that for friends like that's where I really get my happiness from, you know, it's from like, like helping people. That's yeah. like, but that's like daddy level stuff. That's I am like, a daddy. <laughs> Come here, that's bitch. Like, I feel like that's not even something you would have to be like in a relationship to do. Like you could do that with all of your fuck buddies. I'm not saying they like call you call me daddy for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying that you would have to be like, 
financially supporting them or anything, but it's like that guidance and whatever. That's my Oh my God. I want to be a sugar daddy to yeah, all the like, future honestly, sugar babies. I'm I, coming for you. I just did an episode on daddy Dom stuff. And that's like, I feel like that's like a big part of it of like the whole, like the guidance and the like emotional connection and like the, I mean, it's not so much guidance. It's more just like helping people. I mean, everything, everybody needs some sort of like, support so if i could support them in my strengths which are you know just like i don't know financial strengths like yeah personal strengths like just listening to their bullshit anything you know it feels good but i feel like you can still do that and the reason why i do regret that also is because i would really go out with those girls that i ghosted like i was actually down if I wasn't in college. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's not to say that you can't find them again. Like, No, I, I don't mean, think I can find them again. I think <laughs> I found one. She gave me firehead. And I was just like, <laughs> I miss you. I miss you so you much. You miss her. You miss her mouth. There's a difference. No. she. Yeah, I do. That was literally the best. <laughs> but that's the thing, head. though. It's like you can't sit there. Guys are so stupid. It's it like, so, so you good. just, you literally said you missed her and would date her. <laughs> and you just literally downgraded her to just being oh she gave me firehead yeah that was it that's how you <laughs> described her why why date her then what's was, the point just for did you that. know her emotionally like no. right so why, that's oh. not girlfriend material that, that's, so that solidifies my point that i said before that was literally the best the best head number one i will regret i've never gotten it like that i was just <laughs> like i how mentally ill was she? Because that's usually what happens. <laughs> She's pretty fucked up. <laughs> She's pretty fucked up. The higher the mental illness, the better the head. Probably. Usually. It was so good. <laughs> it was so good. And she had a tongue ring too. And I was kind of like nervous with that. But tongue rings. <laughs> I was like, is that a 2000 era? But tongue rings. God. That's leave. so funny. Um, But that just you literally just solidified my point. So this girl that you're seeing now, you've gone on on literal vacations with her and you're like, I don't want to date her. But head girl, you would date. (sighs) It was just so good. (laughs) You don't have to date someone though for it. It was so good. Because when you date somebody, you're like obviously sacrificing or settling for some part of that person. For sure. It's like everything. Relationships a compromise. Yeah. It's it's really like nobody's gonna be a hundred percent what you want, and right? Perfect. And everyone shows their fake like yeah act when they you're first dating. Like for me, like I love to get drunk with guys on the first date because I'm just like I will black out every time, and I'm like, if you can't handle me blacked out, like this is like I, I, the way I am drunk is just the way like. I'm just always the same way drunk, you know? So that's why I'm just like, if you can't handle me drunk, like I don't give a shit. Like then Mm -hmm. I don't need you in my life. So I feel like there's a lot of like, I know at least for girls, I've talked to a lot of girls that are like, Oh no, I would never do that before I started like, you know, getting into a monogamous relationship with someone. And I'm like, why? Mm -hmm. Like what? Like, why don't you just want to show who ex- exactly who you are? That's why half the relationships don't work out because everyone's putting on this front of like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm really this way or that way. Like, 
my first dates need to drive with me with my road rage and my psychoness and then also see me drunk. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's like, if you can handle both of those things, driving around with me screaming at other cars and then also seeing me black out, if you can handle both of those things, then all right, I'll entertain it. Mm-hmm. But otherwise I'm like, I don't, I don't need to be dating you, no. you know? So it's like, I just never understood. Cause to me, that's just a waste of time. Then if you're like putting on this front to like, try to date someone and it's not really you that's shitty the front yeah i could agree with that i mean i think the fucking dumb bitch that i'm fucking (laughs) sorry not pc at all (laughs) the beautiful lady (laughs) that i'm making love to in the moonlight Um, (laughs) lies (laughs) i think that's another reason is because where i'm at in my life like I feel like the most authentic to myself that I've ever been. Like I'm doing what I want, saying what I want, right? Like just align with everything. And I feel like with her, it's like a take it or leave it situation. And she's been taking it fine. Mm-hmm. So it's like refreshing to see that because in the past, I feel like I do try to like tone it down a little bit because it's like very raunchy. <laughs> and ratchet <laughs> especially at fucking happy hour god damn it yeah it's a little dirty but um no i mean it's just been like i don't have to hold back and that's why i'm like oh this is a sticky situation well you were thinking it was a sticky situation but i feel like you both are seeing other people though correct uh supposedly yeah. Supposedly. Well, you're seeing other people. I know that. Yeah. But she's saying that she's seeing other people and it doesn't bother her that you are, correct? I think it does bother her. I think she's a little jelly. I mean, I feel like that's human nature, honestly. Yeah. I feel like especially, I think, I think that's where situationships and these fuck buddy or friends with benefits situations can turn into almost like a false sense of like, I'm in love with this person because... Yeah. There's so many people who have like jealousy and anxiety can go hand in hand and anxiety is a bitter bitch. And if you don't know how to manage your anxiety, it can really amplify things that and twist things around that aren't really true. So I feel like if people have anxiety because they've had bad relationships or bad situationships or just bad history of dating and they meet someone that has potential and it's like it takes a long time really to see if someone has that full potential to be in a relationship with but if they're starting to see those signs early on and they're like oh do i like this person do i not like this person or whatever and then Mm -hmm. you start talking like that person talks about oh i'm seeing other people or is open about stuff it the jealousy comes up and then it's like that anxiety happens and then it's like you almost talk yourself into being like i'm in love with this person Mm -hmm. and then it's like then you become protective and crazy and like watching stories obsessively or keeping tabs on them or looking for their location or you know, all kinds of crazy shit. Mm -hmm. When in reality, most of the time when you settle down and that person is removed from your life, you're like, oh yeah, I'm glad it didn't work out or, oh, we wouldn't have been a good fit or whatever. But it's like in the moment that anxiety and jealousy 
like amplifies this like part of your brain. I feel like that, like, I don't know if there's an actual like medical (laughs) medical study for this, but it should be done because I feel like it makes people think that they're in love. It's like a false sense of love. Lust. Yeah. But it's like, it amplifies it and it's like, Oh my God, I need to be with this person. And you don't need to be with that person. You just want to win. It's the competitive side. It's Mm. like your competitive nature, the jealousy, and then just like the anxiety of like, wow, I had so many shitty past relationships, dates, situationships, whatever. And this one was like, good. And what's going to happen? So Mm -hmm. I feel like that's where like a lot of people misread their, you know, like misread what their body is trying to tell them. Cause it's Mm -hmm. like, I've had that conversation with my therapist before about anxiety. And she was like, a lot of people mix that up. Like the anxiety, like, some of the chemicals that it can produce in your brain of like how your body reacts to it. Cause like some people have panic attacks, some people have heart palpitations and like whatever, like however you're like, you kind of personally react to your specific anxieties, people misconstrue it for love and all these different things. And it's really not the case at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. So I think that's like where the jealousy can kind of like come in. So I think people who are jealous by nature, they need to be more aware of that because it's not like people just mix that up with like loving someone. And it's like, no, you're just like jealous because you're competitive and not winning that Mm -hmm. situation. You don't actually care for that person. You know, I agree with everything and fuck right in the pussy. (laughs) We got to close out strong. Mm. All right, guys. Thanks for listening to this lovely episode with my sort of mystery guest. <laughs> Off the grid. Off the grid. Um, as always, rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts. Five he- stars. <laughs> Head over to Instagram. My Instagram is Dirty Blondes Pod. If you would either like to be a guest or submit questions for me to answer. Um, don't forget to follow me on TikTok if you want to see the STD at home testing kit journey that I did. Also, check out my friends at Promessin. There is a link in my bio on Instagram for 15% off for any of their products. They have a lot of really great things to enhance your sex life. So definitely check those out. And I hope you guys have a great weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. <laughs> Turn up. <laughs> have a good night, yes. beautiful ladies and gentlemen. Go to a strip club, have lots of sex, and we'll see you next week. Stay dirty. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>